0: What's up, everybody? Happy Scoop Year. Welcome to IGN Game Scoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week for the first episode of the year, Nick Lamone is here in studio with me. I'm back, baby. We're also joined by Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. And Justin Davis. See y'all. Scoop. We've got a great show for you this week to kick off the year. It is a brand new year full of lots of exciting new games, and that's why we're going to be talking about old games for this whole episode. I love it. Uh, <laughs> we've got the two, the January 2000 issue of PSM to flip through, and this is a very exciting time because we are they were just months away from the launch of the PlayStation 2. So everyone was a Twitter with this the second PlayStation console, mm-hmm. and they also revealed the top 10 their top 10. PlayStation games of 1999, so
1: this is effectively the millennium that we are
0: living yep. in now. That is that is true So <laughs> please be excited for that But first uh, as we just had a couple weeks off I thought we uh, should take a moment to share what we've been playing over our over our break I actually got two games for Christmas. I got the uh, Mario <coughs> RPG remake Ooh. and Mortal Kombat 1 uh, And I, I've been playing Mortal Kombat 1 and I like it. It's super fun. I um, I liked Mortal Kombat Eleven a lot. I just played through the campaign. I will never play this game against another human being. I will only <laughs> play the uh, the the this, this, play the this story, the single player mode, and it's totally fun. The the story is ridiculous, but I'm having fun. I'm a very casual Mortal Kombat fan, and I my knowledge of the lore is very uh, simplistic. So I. I just, there's a, been a basic resetting of all the pieces here, so all the characters are kind of getting new origin stories. So like, in the beginning, Raiden is a farmer, and he's just sort of learning martial arts, and then you discover how he got his lightning capabilities and that sort of thing. Uh, we also get to see a reptile change back and forth between his human form and his reptile That's form. Pretty, Nothing I've ever seen that, before.
1: Yeah. Who's, who's your favorite character to play? Hey.
0: Um, I think, actually, probably Raiden right now. But I also like Johnny Cage. You know I'm. I'm a couple hours in, so you unlock the characters yeah. that you go you don't get to choose which character you play as. What you do is you like play a match and then you watch like five to ten minutes of cutscenes. I'm actually like impressed like there's no they didn't have to do this much. It's basically <laughs> a really long animated Mortal Kombat movie where you occasionally play the fight scenes that rules. but I'm like, like the animation is super good. So go when
2: you play the single player Mortal Kombat, is there any reason or you know, any way to learn fatalities. Like, do you have to learn those button commands? Does it matter? Will you learn
0: them? In in the story mode, at least that's where I am, you know, because they're sort of like building up these characters, you, there's not even an mm-hmm. opportunity to do fatalities.
1: They don't, do they not
0: die? <laughs> oh, no. No. Well, least, they just well, get like knocked yeah. well, out or actually, something? One of the characters just got his eyes both stabbed into. <laughs> but he's fine. Oh, he's these okay. things happen. Though. He's fine. He's he's fine. fine. Everything's that okay. That happened in the yeah. story, but he's fine. Uh, so, yeah, they're not killing each other. And there's not even that, that opportunity where they're, like, wobbling and you yeah. have the opportunity to do the fatality. It doesn't even let you do that yet. So, But maybe it'll do that yeah. later on in the story. I don't know. At key cool. moments, yeah. probably. But like, it's when I was playing as Johnny Cage, there was a story moment that actually made me laugh out loud. It was I'll, I'm, I, I, I saved the clip. I'll be posting the clip on some socials uh, sometimes. Do
2: you, when you do the fighting moments, you just sweep the leg over and over and over and, <laughs> over, and over and over again. I mean,
0: yeah, when you're playing against the computer, you can totally spam moves more uh, a lot more easily <laughs> than you can when you're playing against a human opponent, <laughs> and I, I have no problem doing that. <laughs> 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 but like I you know I haven't played any fighting games since Mortal Kombat 11 in what 2019 or something so yeah I'm constantly like pausing and going to look at the move list just learning mm-hmm. one move and then just, okay can I just win this match by just doing this yeah. one move <laughs> yeah anyway that's fun uh, I'll get to playing uh, Mario RPG sometime soon and also uh, at least Sam awesome. and I uh, both have uh, the new Prince of Persia which we started playing we'll be able to talk about that next week though Yay. That's what I've been doing. And Sam, I think you're saying, speaking of Ubisoft games, you're playing some Assassin's Creed I know. Mirage.
2: I'll get them super confused too, because I just think Ubisoft and uh, I have mixed these two titles up all the time. But yeah, I'm playing Assassin's Creed Mirage and I love it. It's so good. It's like a super playable, competent game. And it's, <laughs> it takes you in far from the start. You just get to play this video game and there's no bullshit. It's really fun. I, I just like it was so much easier to get into for me than even like Jedi or like all these games, like Alan Wake or whatever last year, like for some reason, this game, you just pick it up, start running around doing your Assassin's Creed stuff. You know, it's great. And like, yeah, it's, it's just a city, you know, it's not, it's not all this other stuff. It doesn't have any of that stuff. You ride a camel for a little bit and you can steal horses and stuff, but you're just going around Baghdad and Baghdad's like bigger than like the city. There's like a little bit of environs, but it's so Assassin's Creed, like, you know, I guess not even three, it's like two and before, yeah. Yeah. you know?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But they made those ones in like London and stuff like that that I didn't play. So I'm sure it's like those.
1: There's no level gating in it, which is my big thing. I was like, if you assassinate someone just because you're under leveled or whatever, they're not gonna like, oh no, you just did a little bit of damage to me, let's fight now. In yep. this game, if you assassinate someone- Yeah, they don't pull someone,
2: the knife out of their <laughs> eyeball and be like, I'm fine.
1: Yeah, <laughs> you actually kill them in this, which I'm like, okay, I like this. You rewarded me because I played well. <clears throat> no.
2: yeah. It doesn't have the best acting and it, and the story is kind of, you know, it, it's, it's just it's just Assassin's Creed. Like every single game is just so Assassin's Creedy mm-hmm. with these games, you know, and, and that's I don't there's nothing wrong with that. There's like a cabal of people you have to murder and they have funny masks and you go around and just take care of it. You know, it's just it's it's like that root of actually. That's actually my favorite part of the open world games. Besides the exploration is like the Templars or whatever. Is that what they were called? Yeah, like just, yeah. You know, like a really badass side boss that you kind of like put together the clues and then go find. That's basically all you do in this game. And I don't know, it's just interesting. It makes me excited for like, you know, whatever Assassin's Creed is out this year. There's a couple that could be, um or next, maybe they'll skip a year. But I don't know. Like, it's just, it was good. I'm, I'm sad that a bunch of people missed it. Also, Baghdad's an awesome setting. Mm. It's really cool. Like, it's just like neat. It's like cool. It's very Prince of Persia, right? It has like a bunch of like palaces and villages and deserts and just like it's just cool, you know? Like it just I, I, it
1: clicks with me. I like it. Yeah.
0: beautiful city. Nick and I did a let's play of this, and I enjoyed I enjoyed what I played of it. So I should I should I should get back to it. And you played almost the whole game, right?
1: Yeah, pretty much. And I also love any game that has like a pickpocketing mini game, and so just the yeah, rewards great. like you just have to, It's like a rhythm timing game. It's real nice. It's real fun.
2: I never know what I've gotten. I'm like, what is <laughs> what is this item I have? What what purpose is this? But it's always a different item. Make and then like I, I would say to it, this is not like a next gen looking Assassin's Creed that like it looks fine. Like it doesn't look bad. It doesn't look as good as Alan Wake. It just looks fine. And like, I, I do want to see like what a new engine could push this game to be, because even though the city's pretty i put it on like i couldn't really tell the difference between performance and 60 frame which is usually a good thing Mm -hmm. but i've added on 60 just to see how it runs and 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 i you know it's fine like it it doesn't but it it doesn't ever have a moment where like whoa we couldn't have done this before so just know that
0: uh and justin i think uh, i saw on twitter that you've obtained a new clutch of garlic likes (laughs) <laughs> i did but i just bought them. i just bought them yesterday so okay. haven't haven't dug into oh, okay. any of those yet death
3: must die is the one i'm most excited to dig into mm-hmm. um what did i play over break i got really i'll spare you all the details but i got really back into factorio okay. <laughs> again good oh nice oh man if you were to look at my steam profile it's got to be like 40 <laughs> hours over the last two weeks is something intense um making currently making rubber sending it over to my main factory and then that rubber is gonna get turned into so much stuff you guys have no idea um maybe slightly more relevant to the show is that i played quite a bit more uh mario wonder oh cool by Yay. myself mm-hmm. um you know not not with the fam thankfully and um I, ew, I don't i don't love it um oh no i like it
0: wow
3: i like it i yeah. i don't the game feels like a snack to me whereas That's, the 3d mario totally games feel like feel like a meal yeah that makes sense and like it's a little bit like i think it's such a good modern like how do you make a a 2d mario game in 2023 they did it the exact right way right with all the transformations and all the personality in the game but it's like you know so i can't fault it for any of that but i think i'm just kind of over that style of gameplay or wasn't in the right mood for it like it when i'm playing it i'm delighted and i'm having fun but then it's all instantly leaked out of my brain a moment later. Like it's all just kind of washes over me.
0: I know. I, I think I know exactly what you mean. Like I've said before, like when I, I I can play two or three levels and feel like I've gotten what I need out of it mm-hmm. for that day. I, I don't. I, it's not a game that I want to just sit down and play for hours on end. I,
1: not to not to flex my own uh, prowess here. Mm-hmm. It feels a little too easy for me even like the, the hard <laughs> stages You know the unlockable ones where you have to do a bunch of stuff to do. i like really that's all you got Mario All right, <laughs> cool. I guess that's fine. I wish there was a little more challenge I do like the badge challenges though yeah. I think the badge yeah. challenges are super duper fun and a fun mm-hmm. zag Tomorrow, if nothing else, to go back to what Justin said, it feels like the next natural evolution of we made a Mario game where you make Mario games. How do you make something that isn't within those boundaries? And this feels like, yeah, you did it. Well done. Good stuff.
3: Yeah, that's maybe a good point. The year that Mario Maker 2 came out, that was my game of the year. I played hundreds and hundreds of fan-made levels and like some of them are so off the wall and imaginative and, you know, hard. Like you can dial them in and get like exactly what you want out of just an endless stream of never-ending 2D Mario amazingness that like it maybe took a little bit of the the shine off
0: of Wonder. And then Nick, what were you playing over the... Oh, sorry, go ahead, Sam.
2: Well, if you like those badge challenges and you do stick with it, the last the most challenging levels are based on those, but they're like a, a remix of badge challenges and um, there's one that did, you know took me basically all day to do, and I did it. 100 percent of that game. I love it, but um, I completely agree with you know the comparison to getting like a full
0: 3D Mario like it's mm-hmm. there's just no comparison. <laughs> I mean hopefully we're getting that this year.: Odyssey
1: 2 or something 3D yeah. Mario I would love.
0: I would love that oh, as well. Man. But what were you playing, Nick, over the break?
1: Um, the the big new game I was playing is I don't know that it's actually new new, but Leica, which is a uh, motorcycle Metroidvania where you <clears throat> shoot guns while doing backflips on a motorcycle and you reload by doing back backflips. It's so much fun. It's uh, over the top, super hyper violent, super gory, incredible music, wonderful visuals. Highly recommended if you're looking for a fun new Metroidvania to play. But apart from that. Because it is the year 2024 and we are a month and a few days shy of Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. I decided to uh, replay Final Fantasy VII Remake and Intermission on PC, which I hadn't done. I'd only played it on (laughs) PS4 and PS5. Uh, Spoilers, I loved it. Of course I did. Uh, But then I also did something a little bit unusual. Uh, Even though I'm a giant Final Fantasy VII guy plus Final Fantasy VII big time guy. Uh, I'd actually never played through all of Dirge of Cerberus, so I also did all of that in, like, two sittings. Took, like, eight hours. It's not good, but I had a fun time. It's like fan fiction. I just, eight hours of fan fiction. It was great. And I got, there's a great Gacked song in there, so it all works out. Gacked. He's a Japanese pop artist okay. who Genesis is modeled after.
0: The uh, band Genesis with Phil Collins? No, no, no. <laughs> no. Genesis,
1: the Sephiroth counterpart, okay. introduced in Dirge of Cerberus, but <laughs> plays a more prominent role in Crisis Core. Wow. But yeah, mm. appara- basically the, the Final Fantasy VII Remake Intermission DLC introduced a lot of things that were in Dirge of Cerberus that I knew about. So I was like... Well, I need to know everything. So, I I I, I endured all of Dirge of Cerberus. You know,
3: if I knew you were going to go this deep on Dirge of Cerberus in Crisis Core, I would have told you more about the Factorio mod. I'm <laughs> so,
1: it's relevant. It's a rebirth. It's coming soon. <laughs>
0: Leica aged I have another
2: uh, I have another yeah. th- th- that's a you play as a dog in that on a motorcycle, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: dog wolf. Yeah, Fox maybe. Yeah, That looks I mean,
2: awesome. It, that
1: it's looks really it's good. very, very good. Highly recommend it. It feels on, like it I, slept on a bit.
0: It's on Switch, PlayStation 4, <clears throat> Xbox One. I'm gonna check it out. I have another feat to report. I yep. beat Tears of the Kingdom,
2: yep. which was Ooh. really fun. Um, and I spent maybe maybe 50 more hours do, uh, doing things to make it so I didn't have to beat the game. I, uh, I did everything I possibly could. I did okay. all the shrines. I'd, I'd already done the depth. I'd done, um, I got all the, uh, what are they called? Sage's will. Mm -hmm. Um, just all kinds of just side questy nonsense. I probably did like, you know, several dozen more caves just, and I did all the side quests and all the side adventures, which was really fun. I actually just redid those wiki pages because I wanted to do them better. And, uh, yeah, that was just a really good break game. But I'm of course wanted to put that off as long as possible. And the ending is is pretty cool, but uh, it was sad to put that, put that behind me. I wish there was DLC that they, they, like they said, there's nothing. I really wish there was at least like a master master mode or something to look forward to.
3: It'd be nice other. if they did like a free like a free master mode. Like you don't need to go nuts with it, just something.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Well like so with Breath of the Wild, it, it, was it a later update that added the feature where you could track your steps over the map? That wasn't there at yeah. launch, right? That,
1: that was added yeah, with they added the that. expansion patch yeah. thing. I would right.
0: like I would like that to be added to this one as well. That was very cool.
1: It's in there. It's in there. The hero's Already. in there? The hero's path is in there. It's already in there? Yeah, 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 it's already in there. It's like the thing you gotta toggle yeah, on in your I trigger. Slate.
0: Didn't know.
2: I trigger it by accident all the time. You oh hit Y, I believe, in the map screen. Oh my god. I had no it, idea. It's very funny. And with, with the sky and stuff, it like, you know, shows you yeah. on the map, it jumps around. It's cool.
3: Cool. Well, I'll have to we, check that out. I have two quick holiday break anecdotes I'd like to share if there's yep. time. Yep, there is. Very <laughs> briefly. I, we we do a lot of family board games over the break, and I got the girl's battleship. And I just, and I told them, they're like, we want to play battleship. I'm like, okay, but I'm not going to take it easy on you. I'm going to do my best to just to destroy you every time. And then I would guess, and they'd be like, how do you know my ship was there? And I'm like, because I'm in your head. I know you, and I know how you think, and I know you're going to put a ship in the corner every time. And until you stop putting a ship in the corner, I'm just going to guess that. And then, and then sometimes they're good sports about it, and sometimes they cry, but you know, it's going to learn.
1: It's called tough um, love. And,
3: i mean i take it easy on them in other games but i told them i'm like i'm gonna do my best to annihilate (laughs) um this is war uh and then we also got yahtzee and just very quick like i rolled a yahtzee and then my nine-year-old uh for the first time exclaimed she said let's go and that's like (laughs) really that's like such a like like a youtube yeah. like yep. you know twitch like young and and it's this nine-year-old girl and she's like let's go and i'm like where did you <laughs> yeah. like she I didn't mean- like it it was just it was cute but i was also like my curiosity was peaked of like yeah the boys shouting that at school like it's just who taught you that though.
1: who taught you that? <laughs> yeah
3: <laughs> I, I mean yeah it's i'm not like you know i'm not anything about it i just it just it like it hit my ear and i was just like oh <laughs> that's interesting mm-hmm.
0: Weird. Very I also cute. won at
1: Yahtzee.
0: Nice. <laughs> OK, well, you inspired me, Justin. I would like to share an anecdote that's only tangentially related to gaming, but it's from uh, my break. So I was in Palo Alto visiting my wife's family. And we were taking a walk because there's lots of like, neighbor- nice streets with like, lights that you can go check out. And we walked past that uh, house. I don't know if I- it's not a secret. It's Marissa Meyer's house, former uh, CEO of Yahoo. Very nice house. Uh, with a great elaborate display, I think they even brought in snow in the front yard. Oh wow! So, but along with the lights, in the yard, <clears throat> they had printed out big, like big printouts of scenes from the Nutcracker, like various scenes, four or five different scenes of from the Nutcracker. <clears throat> but the scenes, they're big. They had been all AI generated. Oh. And it was not a secret. Oh. There's, it is said in the corner, generated by whatever, Dolly 3.0, <laughs> whatever it is, and then there was a QR code you could even scan to see the exact prompts that they used to create these scenes. But okay. every single one of these was every cliche that you know of that for why people hate AI like art. They were seven terrible. Seven fingers. Yes, they were, they were awful. Teeth and ears. Yeah, it was like all the people were like, miss, and the, the crowds of people, they'd be like missing part of their cheek or they have too many fingers. And like everything, every single one of these big old prints had something wrong with it, but they were like presented proudly as if like, ah, see, see what we can do with AI generated art. I couldn't believe, I felt like it was in an episode of Silicon Valley.
1: That's nuts. Yeah. Wow. No kidding.
3: We, you know what someone should try, I don't even want to say this out loud because they're going to steal it. They should do that exact prompt, but then at the end say, and make sure every person only has five fingers. <laughs>
1: <on the laughs> do that yeah. and then write, no one, but good. No one's tried that. No one's
3: tried that yet.
2: Yeah, yeah you can refine you know, your yeah. queries so you could totally say like, hey, can I get this, but with five fingers on that person? Right,
3: exactly.
0: That would fix it. Ah. Uh, anyway. That's hilarious. This episode of Game Scoop is brought to you by NordVPN. As Scoop Nation knows, your Omega Cops have been a little obsessed with a movie called Weekend at Bernie's lately. But as happens too often these days, it is difficult to find it streaming here in the US. That's where NordVPN comes in. With NordVPN, you can switch your virtual location to a more enlightened region where they appreciate the comic delights of Weekend at Bernie's. And it's not just for streaming movies and shows. Switching your virtual location can allow you to save money by purchasing flights, hotels, and subscriptions from other countries at a cheaper price. And you can do all this worry-free as NordVPN threat protection features protect you from viruses, malware, and phishing sites. Best of all, NordVPN costs the price of a cup of coffee a month, and one account can be used on up to six devices. To get the best discount on your NordVPN plan, go to nordvpn.com gamescoop. Our link will also give you four extra months on the two-year plan. There's no risk with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That's nordvpn.com gamescoop. Okay, let's turn the clock back. January 2000, uh, the world could take an, an, they could exhale and relax. Y2K had not destroyed everything. Everything, (laughs) Life just continued as normal. Let's bring up this issue of PSM, the 100% independent PlayStation magazine. Uh, they always had great uh, original art in this magazine as well, so we've got... And they also picked the Game of the Year for 1999, they, they have their, their top 10 list. Uh, this was America's best-selling PlayStation magazine, they claim. I loved this magazine. There's
2: 150 codes in here in 2000? Yeah,
0: for Kane, Soul Reaver, Medal of Honor, WCW Mayhem, and Tony Hawk.
1: I mean, Tony Hawk had like 80 codes alone, so I mean, that's half of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs>
2: Well, I got to say, when I entered the industry and doing cheat codes in 2006 or um, 5, that was, there were so many cheat codes. Everything, everything had them. You remember even like Guitar Hero, at the height of Guitar Hero. Yeah. Tons Mm -hmm. of cheat codes in those games. Wrestling games, forget about it. (laughs) So many cheat codes.
0: So as we open up the issue, the first uh, page is up for an ad for Thrasher Skate and Destroy, which would have been a Tony Hawk Competitor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they review this game later in the issue. I've never, play, I've never played this one, but I... Well. I have We'll get. We'll get to it. Um, Thrasher
2: was worked into skate, though. Thrasher was like an
0: official part of skate. And Thrasher being a skate magazine, right? I don't know if it's more like yeah. a clothing brand, but I knew it was a magazine. Thrasher's... No, no, no. It's a skate, skate photography yeah. and culture and music and everything magazine. But this is like a Tony Hawk clone, so Skate and Destroy, I just don't know how much destruction is actually happening mm. here. Mm. It
1: looks mm. closer to like Grind Session, the, the other skateboarding game on PS1, than uh, Tony Hawk to me. At least from what I can see in this very far distance on tiny little screenshots. They claim <laughs> the
0: best video game soundtrack ever compiled. I mean... Well,
2: that makes sense because Skate and Destroy is, of course, a reference to Search and Destroy by mm-hmm. Iggy and the Stooges, which is a great song. It is a great song.
1: Well,
0: there it is. Oh, yeah, that's...
1: the Hill Gang Grandmaster Flash. All right, mm-hmm. I'm interested. Run DMC that's Public DMD. hell yeah, this is great. Oh, These yeah. Deep this cuts like, on this. This is way more, like, hip-hop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this yep. is great. Yep. It's a good thing. As
2: was the style in 2000
0: skate culture. <laughs> which was the style at the time.
2: Uh... <laughs> we are, we're onions in our belts. <laughs>
0: It looks just like Tony Hawk. Anyway, uh, the next page there an ad for Tomb Raider: The Last Revelation, which at this point I had dropped off Tomb Raider. Yeah. I think I, I don't even Same. think I played Tomb Raider three. Was this like the fourth well, one? When I
2: met you, Damon, all you did was play Tomb Raider games, so that couldn't be true. Well, that but that was <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: that was when that was when the reboot came along. <laughs> I love Tomb Raider one and two. I skipped to if this is the fourth one. I Never played this one. Although I think they imply that Lara <laughs> dies at the end of this one. Oh wow. Yeah.
2: Really? How did she from that skeleton with a shield? <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> How did yeah. she escape from the police after locking her butler in the freezer and just you know abandoning
0: him after the first game? I don't think the police ever caught her. <laughs> I don't think so. Tumer the last.
2: Did they really go full full like skeletons attacking in that
0: series? I mean, yeah. probably.
1: The, I don't understand. The end of the first game doesn't it end with her like fighting a giant blob deity that throws yeah, like Yeah, like why is the skeleton weirding you things? out so much?
0: <laughs> The yeah, they're both. I don't know, it just
2: seems weird. I mean, she, she, she literally became a god in the last one, so I don't know what's <laughs> going to happen going forward. In that, uh,
0: the copy on the other page says, with seamlessly integrated gameplay and FMV sequences, new skin and 3D texture mapping, diabolical new puzzles, and a totally new inventory control system. This is a totally new Tomb Raider. Ooh. Let's just hope it's not Lara's new last. inventory
1: controls. Link, wink. Oh man. Spoilers.
0: Yeah, well, so yeah, I guess they spoil
2: their own game. You know, the inventory management couldn't have been worse than Starfield.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, the next page, you got a letter from the editor, Chris Slate. Um, And so yeah, they're talking about the new millennium. Everyone was talking about Y2K. Nobody knew exactly what was gonna happen. There was lots of fear mongering happening from the media back then. Don't forget to
1: turn off your computers.
0: So this is what uh, the editor wanted to see in 2000. PlayStation 2 says, "Oh yeah, it's finally on its way. Oh no, I'll be in Japan on March 4th." So we've like, covered a lot of console launches over the years here. Sam, can you imagine us? We have to send someone to Japan for the next PlayStation launch because it didn't come out
2: in the united states until later right like this is before worldwide launches i know yeah so i I don't think in my time covering games that ever happened right even the ds and stuff was out day and date i think yeah i mean i think But that started right after this right like it wasn't it it wasn't like it was never this i mean i know dreamcast did that famously it was really common to have things out in japan first
0: now i think it's more common for it to be released in the us before japan yep uh, he's looking, for, can't wait for Crazy. voice recognition. I can't wait to tell the shop owner which potion I want to buy. Lifeline? But, okay. Wasn't Nobody. that a game? Lifeline on That's PS2? That's bad news. Yeah, still waiting on that one. Wait, and,
2: was, there, was there voice recognition on PS2? There, I don't understand what that there, would be. There
1: was a game called, I believe it was called Lifeline that had a PS2 headset. Yeah. You could like, you were oh, like you a... Oh, you a
2: headset. Yeah,
1: you would like uh, deliver commands. Yeah, Socom yeah. also had that for squad commands, and then um, obviously, "Hey, you Pikachu" on the N
0: sixty four. Yes, there. Are, it all, it they all worked hit. badly. Yeah, yeah. Was, like, isolated gimmick yeah. gimmicky instances, but yeah, yeah not. It, mm-hmm. it never became like a system wide feature of right. voice recognition. <laughs>
3: well, <laughs> but, 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 but that explains it if it was a headset. Except training your Nintendo dog.
0: Yeah, that's true. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, and then on sit, the sit hot dog sit. <laughs> On the next page, what's it? The, the, Sony has announced its first three games of Y2K, and they were drumroll, Tomba Two, Colin McRae <laughs> Rally, and Hotshots Golf Two. Hey, Tomba is okay, pretty well, good. Tomba Two. I is was good.
3: gonna say that's yeah, and Hot Shots Golf Two is good. It is.
0: What is Tomba? I've never heard of this. We've talked about Tomba on the <laughs> show before. It's a PS1
1: action platformer. You're like a caveman running yeah. around. You. Fight Pigs?
0: The, but the first one is 2D, even though the models are on, yeah. on 3D. It's a 2D game, mm. gameplay, and then- 3D 2s. backdrops,
1: a la Clonoa kind of look. Yeah.
0: yeah.
3: One of the many, many, like, caveman
0: games. And what, oh, caveman games, yeah. <laughs> and then the little note section, it says, in another major step for the company, <laughs> Sony has partnered with Sun Microsystems in an attempt to create technologies that would enable future Sony products, such as a PlayStation 2, to access the internet at extremely high speeds. I don't think they ever actually partnered with Sun, because I think that Sun went out of business in the mid-2000s. Yeah. I think this must have just been like... I just remember
1: the broadband adapter for like NFL Street and like SOCOM and stuff like that.
0: And then there's a note about Activision. Even before the release of its two comic book-based titles, Spider-Man and X-Men, Activision has hinted that several other popular Marvel superheroes may be fighting their way onto the PlayStation. Apparently another X-Men game is already in the planning stages. (laughs) And it's just like... Interesting that everything that Activision is well known for today, it didn't have back then.
1: Nuts. Yeah. Not even a Crash game.
0: Yeah. Next page, in the rumors section, talking about uh, a possible, which... um, Final Fantasy Anthology for PS2. According to rumor, this new collection is one of five yet unannounced PS2 games will be unveiled. Blah, blah, blah. And may span as many as two DVD-ROM discs. I don't think there's a Final Fantasy anthology for PS2. No,
1: No, just PS1. There
0: there is not. (laughs) Yeah. A couple of them on PS1.
1: There's Chronicles and Anthology on PS1.
0: Namco goes goes PlayStation only. If you're a fan of Namco's games, it looks like PlayStation will continue to be the one place to find them. And it said the uh, list of games is said to include such games as the 3D sequel to Splatterhouse that was rumored to be in development for Dreamcast. Uh, which is like, that game wouldn't come out for like another decade after this. Wasn't that on ps I don't remember
2: Namco yeah. ever being exclusive either because right after this, they made tons of games for the GameCube. Yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I guess it started Including with like... Including Pac-Man, which was like their only E3 game that one time. <laughs> oh.
0: But I guess when they were doing like Ridge Racer, that was always a PlayStation exclusive, right? Uh, it's
1: interesting. I, I mean, Ridge Racer, what, like 6 was on Xbox 360? So I guess well, however many Ridge Racers was just Sony exclusive, yeah, up to yeah. that point.
0: Enix eyes US releases, because it was not Square and right. Enix were two different companies at this point. And then there's some hints about uh, the, Metal Gear, the next Metal Gear, Metal Gear Solid 2. I like that it says, in another rumor, sources in Japan report... That series creator, Hideo Kojima, has just finished hiring a new art staff for the sequel after putting prospective candidates through an incredibly rigorous test of their skills. Oh that's
1: boy. that's not entirely untrue because didn't uh, he sent he took his production crew out to do like actual SWAT training and military training in like the jungle to be like you gotta you gotta study the way your body moves so that we can animate that.
2: There's like a... I really hope that's not true.
1: Oh <laughs> well, yeah, there's like a there's like a there's like videos of it too.
2: Oh, my God. Is, did, 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 was that game, did it end up being set in New York? I thought it was like Shadow Moses or something.
3: Yeah, that was the original. Two was set on, uh, yeah, it goes to New York at the end, but it's mostly set on
1: the big tanker. In the, in yeah. the middle of the ocean on the tankers. Dude. Yeah,
0: in the rain, right?
1: hmm
0: The next page is a countdown to the PlayStation 2. Japan has two months to go. USA has eight months to go. And wow. uh, they reveal that retailers are already taking pre-orders for the PlayStation 2. Can and you, I,
1: Can you zoom in on that snake art real quick? That snake and Meryl? <laughs>
0: That'd just be from Metal Gear Solid, Dude, right? That, yeah,
1: that, yep. that rules. Yeah. I think that's just, is that Yoji Shinkawa
0: art? Yeah, that's so sick. Oh man, sorry, <laughs> I just so had to good. call that out. <laughs> yep, perfect stuff. But then, Tom, if you zoom all the way out, I like in the bottom corner there's Eye Candy, the big ass PS2 screen of the month, but if you zoom out, that, I would not call that big <laughs> no. <laughs> ass. <laughs> no! <laughs> It's just a tiny little screen in the corner. What is that? Yeah, that that peripheral is what? It's some kind of a 3D audio sound system that you attach to the top of your PS2. Wow. Oh, boy. No eye toy. Uh, Then they've got some previews. They've got Tekken Tag Tournament, and then a golf game called Golf Paradise, which would end up being released. Okay, wait, what's that? That Tekken
3: Tag Tournament screenshot is much bigger than the big-ass screenshot <laughs> on the previous page. It's like three times as big.
0: <laughs> yes, but that's not the big-ass PS2 screenshot of the month. It makes Tekken
2: 2 look really good.
3: <laughs> yeah, it does actually.
2: Or Tag Tournament, whatever it is. I'd still play that.
0: This game, Golf Paradise, would be called Swing Away Golf in the US when it's released. IGN gave that a 7.3 and then this virtual ocean game would never be released.
2: So far, I haven't seen a single game I would've wanted to play on the PS2.
0: Well, remember, the PS2 had a famously terrible launch lineup, so, yeah.
1: yeah. It looks like it. I don't remember <laughs> that, and I didn't play it. I don't recall, I was too, uh, yeah, I, I don't really remember
0: what it launched with. Huh? I did not get it at launch, I think I got it the next year, but the primary reason was for the DVD player. Mm.
3: Yeah,
1: same. Oh, I mean, that was, was
3: everybody,
0: right?
2: what was GTA yeah. 3 out by then though
0: GTA 3 would be 2001 i want to say that sounds about right so that sounds right the well, ps2 is in
3: bad shape for a while and then obviously <laughs> really? went on to be like the most dominant console of all time but yeah. like you know it took it took a bit was the dvd thing like an upsell
2: to like you know like well it's just the cheapest DVD player or was it like
0: I want the system plus it has a DVD player like what's was I the think it was more like, see, I, I don't know if it was the cheapest DVD player I think player, it was
1: it, one of the cheaper DVD players yeah. on the market right Yeah
0: like I I mean it was yeah. my first DVD player and at mm-hmm. the time think about the yep. movies of the time like The Matrix, the Matrix yep. and Phantom Menace and mm-hmm. then the, the Lord of the Rings Office, Lord of The Rings. Office space yeah.
1: was very yep. popular in the early DVD eras Yeah
0: Yeah mm-hmm. So the next page is an, it's first it's a it's an ad for Grandia Hell yeah. But the, the, the ad yeah. is just is so dumb. If you if want to go to the next page, yeah, it's Grandia. But then the page before that is all just text. And as you can see, there's a riddle <laughs> in this copy. And it says, not everyone can solve the mysteries of Grandia, such as this <laughs> very difficult to decipher riddle. Listeners, it's just backwards test. Yeah, <laughs> just backwards test. It says, it's a mystery wrapped in a riddle, uh, tucked inside an enigma. Uh, neatly stacked inside a puzzle, located somewhere inside a conundrum. There, I am I am a brilliant detective. I've cracked <laughs> well, it. That's why nobody played Grandia. Nobody could solve the riddle. <laughs> yeah, that's just for yeah. Grandia. What, what?
1: You know, that's an
2: actual thing in the printed book bestseller. A uh, 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 Da Vinci Code is a backwards <laughs> puzzle. <laughs> like that's, it, it's just ridiculous. Like this, you know.
1: What did they do before? Puzzle Vinci code. Did he do PR for Grandia? <laughs> I You know what? I think
2: this is printed backwards. This, is,
3: <laughs> this is like the analog. This is like mobile game puzzles in 2023 are like only 2% of gamers can beat this and then it's like <laughs> the easiest thing ever you've ever seen in your life. Yeah. And like this is that, but in in 2000.
0: Yep. The next page is an advertisement for etoys.com. And we have three elderly ladies at the hair salon. One of them says on level four, if you look under the rock, you can totally bypass the dragon. I want to play that game. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Etoys.com. <laughs> that was, I guess you could just get toys and games online. And that was, that was novel at the time. Mm. <laughs> well, that's, her face is great. Does Etoys, does that, does
1: that website still work? No, I checked. <laughs> okay. That's a, that's,
3: a, that's, a risky, that's a risky domain.
0: Does, does IGN own it? <laughs> oh,
1: Probably man. get
0: it for a good good price now. Then we get into reviews. Uh, I don't know if anyone remembers MTV Music Generator, but PSM loved it. They gave it a five. That's out of five stars. No. What is this? It's like, uh, you know, I, we had it. And then in the house I lived in, I was in college at KU. We, like, we spent a lot of hours just like making tunes, you making beats, beats. right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it has like a graphic uh, interface. So you just like, you, they're, like, they're like four bar loops of like drums and bass lines. And you can just drag, drag and drop wow. into a timeline. And it was like fun to play with.
1: Was it's that good. also on PS1 that's really cool.
0: too?
1: I feel like that could have... This evolved. is PS1. Oh, that's PS1, yeah. got it, got it.
0: Yeah. That's Music yeah, Generator, and then they di- also reviewed Wu-Tang Shaolin Style, and what's significant about this, does anyone know what I'm gonna say right now? That game is Thrill Kill Reskinned. Oh. Thrill Kill was the game that was cancelled, before. it was like basically finished, Canceled by EA before release because it was just too graphically violent for the time. Which is funny because if you compare it to Mortal Kombat 1 today, it looks very quaint.
1: So they thought throwing a a Wu-Tang skin on it
0: would be fine? Yep. Yep.
2: Have you ever used the uh, AI music generators
0: that are out now? I haven't yet, but I should.
2: Okay, well, they're interesting. They're like this, except all the music is played by people with six fingers or four fingers. (laughs) So it's a little bit off. Yeah. Yeah. But if you just request it from people, mm-hmm. five minutes.
0: <laughs> uh, the next page is, page is an ad for a game I didn't know existed. The Die Hard Trilogy 2. I did not know oh, Die wow. Hard Trilogy. I didn't know there was a sequel. Got I a knew sequel. Die Hard Trilogy for PS1. It's a photo of a, a, a man beaten and bloody. It says, John McClane stunt double <laughs> number 56, arm broken near slot machines. See, it's Die Hard Trilogy 2, Viva Las Vegas. Oh, wow. So they oh, sort of spoiled. No. Yeah. Never heard of that. I really like Die Hard Trilogy. I'm going to look that up now. It got a sequel.
2: Um, Are there more Die Hard video games than movies? Because I haven't heard of any of these.
0: Well, but there's like five movies, so. And I don't know there's been five Die Hard games. There's just been two trilogies. Can you imagine
2: watching four additional Die Hard movies?
3: (laughs) Yeah,
0: Mark Medina watched
3: Die Hard 4 as his first and only (laughs) Die Hard movie. Bro. Yeah, (laughs) That's so amazing. Yep.
0: Uh, they reviewed Grand Theft Auto 2 and gave it 3 out of 5 stars. So, okay. yeah. mm-hmm. remember this is before Grand Theft Fair. Auto 3. Grand Theft Auto was not a big deal. Is this the one set in London? Also, look at this breakdown in the review. This is incomprehensible. It looks like the MTV music <laughs> generator. <here. laughs> They're just laying down and yeah. a sick... Because there's the breakdown of graphic sound control, but then there's this graph other... beneath it yeah. that we can't even like, what read. What does it say?
1: Re- it's the replay, replay chart. chart that's just the ocarina of time uh <laughs> ocarina music track
0: sheet first hour first day first week yeah yeah so I by your how first about fun it is like by the end of your first old. month you're you're basically going to be done playing grand theft auto 2 uh,
1: you know what I, clown on that i think that's an interesting <laughs> metric i think that the first day first week first month it's is kind of totally interesting it's totally fine
2: the visualization is ridiculous yeah oh yeah it's though. absurd um To answer your question, there is a Rockstar made GTA about London, but it's called GTA London, or it might be like 1960, something it has has a name. But what's crazy (laughs) is that they also made a Game Boy Color game. uh, Rockstar did that's Austin Powers, which is just basically a 1960s set top down. Mm.
0: uh, Oh, that's awesome.
2: Which Damon did you find in the office?
0: Oh, no. Actually, I was looking... Remember, remember you were looking through all the new games yeah. that we have down here? Did you have, come across any Game Boy games?
1: No Game Boy games. I've only come across basically I...
0: every 360 game ever
1: released. Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Those are in a different spot. Yeah, I, I made a special archive of all of our Game Boy Color and Advance games, which is bigger than the one that we had in the office Ooh. before the office shut down because I assembled it from more sources. But it's two tubs that I wrote an permanent marker on GBC games assembled by Sam and GBA games assembled by Sam. I sent them down to the LA office. We have not Somebody d- needs to rescue them and get them to Damon's desk so yeah. I can play them when I'm
1: done. I'll, I'll bring my analog pocket one day and then just have a well, blast.
2: First, we if, need to locate them. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's several thousand. Oh
0: my god, that's awesome. <laughs> Um, speaking of awesome, the next ad is for the Dukes of Hazard for PlayStation. And I want to remind everyone that this was still several years before the Dukes of Hazard movie with Ben Stiller. So I don't know what the relevance of Dukes of Hazard was Enjoy. in 1999. Was Ben Stiller
1: in that one?
2: Convenient sun S- gleam on top of that car. Yeah.
1: The Jessica Simpson, <laughs> Sean William Scott one. That would yeah. be like 2005. Yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. sorry, is it,
0: is it not Ben and Stiller? And Knoxville, yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
1: I guess maybe it was still a hot IP back then. It says, know?
0: a mission-based arcade racing game, but it's, there are no screenshots of the game, and this isn't even a still from the TV <laughs> show, it's like a painting of just the General Lee doing its thing.
1: I feel like the Dukes it of says Hazard What system did it say?
0: PlayStation.
2: It's for PlayStation, mm-hmm. for sure? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. i would
3: never heard of that. I don't it know says that it features. Out. It features the voice of Waylon Jennings yep. and the original <laughs> music by the,
0: by the Tractors. Yep. Cool. <laughs> That'd
1: be a sick like art, Sega-made arcade game, I think, where you just jump over things. <laughs> I think that'd be fun. <laughs> yeah. It's called the Dukes of Hazard yeah. Racing Like Excite Trip. Yeah, yeah. All
0: right, they review Pong for the PlayStation. It says the first video game ever gets a makeover. Well, come on, PSM. It's not the first video game ever. <laughs> but they liked it a lot. They gave it a four out of five. They did Pong I, I, in 1999, I, I, and apparently it was good. I had Pong on the PS1. Yeah, really? It was fine. It
3: was good. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah I, I owned is this. It, is it more of a breakout than a Pong? No, it's pong, but it has it's 3D, and then it has a million different arenas with like obstacles and oh, just other cool. things, and you know, it's like it's there's not much to it, but like it's well done.
2: Uh, always two player.
3: Uh, I only played against AI. I don't know. I don't know if it features. Like, you can play you know, it's four, four player modes or zanier modes.
1: Multi tap the that's PS1 cool. multi tap.
0: Yeah. I wonder if you could unlock warlords in it. <laughs> They gave Chef's Love Shack two and a half stars. Didn't care for that one. And the next ad is for something, it's just there's so many of these websites back then that are just gone. This is for actionace.com, the stuff no one else gets. And I'm not even, it's not clear what this website was, because all this text says she's the dragon lady and she's after you. I don't know. (laughs) What does that mean? Was it? Yeah, there's like so Neoglyphics, eyeball melting weekly animated episodes, and then there's a shop, gigantic online shop for toys, video games, music, and more. Ace Exchange, auction and trade to the max. Action Zine, read the latest toy game and movie news and reviews. And then affiliates, make money with your own website.
1: Maybe it was like an so import is, I mean, website or something?
0: I don't know. ActionAce.com. Like,
3: we saw we saw like i g n is advertising in these magazines in yeah. this era too, right, so yes. it's like there's some parallel universe some other branch of the timeline where we all work for action <laughs> I mean right? yeah, just forty million people a month, and like i g n everyone's like, what's that I don't know like and through a twist of face, fate, like, you know, we're, we're the we're the last one yeah. standing of that era. Yep,
0: yeah. It says on the next page, ActionAce.com, the hottest place on the planet for action entertainment and pop culture, games and gossip, auctions and shopping, plus much more. Auctions? Yeah. I don't know. It sounds like they are trying to do too I, much. I don't understand the dragon lady thing at <laughs> all. I know. I don't get it
1: either. She's just scary. I don't know.
0: She's going to get you. <laughs> and then the next page is a review for Thrasher Skate and Destroy. They only give that two out of five stars, but what is... It's funny, it's, IGN gave it an eight and a half. We loved that mm-hmm. game. Wow. Yeah. Wow.
1: <laughs> All right, it's time we re-
0: reappraise yeah. the game. <laughs> and then there's an ad for Wait. a book called How to Play Japanese Imports Without Knowing a Word of Japanese,
1: which I guess would be useful. Yeah, I mean, this is the era of people trying to import stuff like Symphony of the Night, right? Like, obviously, that's, it's a th- book? that's out by then. This but. is a
0: book available at your bookstore or at GameThought.com. Not endorsed by Sony.
1: People played fact,
2: made facts for that. So
3: this I is remember. like these are the Japanese characters for like delete, save. This is the mm. Japanese yeah, character maybe, for yeah. load, probably stuff like
0: that. Highlights include the seven deadly myths about imported console games. Probably not that deadly. <laughs> <laughs> where to buy them for the same price as domestics? Where to get free facts and walkthroughs for imports? How not to get stuck in Japanese RPGs? And proof that Asian action games are usually in English. Was that a debate that needed to be proven?
1: I guess there was no easy way to check. You couldn't just go to YouTube.com and check, like, uh, I don't know, whatever uh, Japanese-only game was out back then. Yeah.
2: And then It'd be cool if it, there was, like, you know, I, I guess it would have been helpful at the time to know what game is mostly in English after you get through a certain part. I mean, that, that that's the, I wouldn't buy a book for that, though. Yeah. The Internet did exist. It's true.
0: Then we have a feature on PlayStation in 2000. They've got a panel of industry experts that they're gonna ask some big topics for uh, the new year. And What I think is interesting, they've got people from Electronic Arts, Namco, 989, uh, THQ, Square, EA, Activision, and Capcom, and I don't know any of these names. So like today, I don't think any of these are notable industry executives yeah. that people would I
3: know. I know Mitch, I recognize Mitch Latsky. Um, I can't quite remember where he is now. I don't, I don't recognize anybody mm. else. Yeah.
0: But they ask questions like, what are the biggest challenges to video gaming as a whole? One of them says piracy, both from pr- packaged goods and internet piracy is the industry's number one challenge. It costs US publishers more than $3.2 billion a year in lost sales.
1: What time, wow. when, when did the Dreamcast come out? <laughs> oh,
0: 99, yeah. 99.
1: That's where they learned that lesson hardcore. How Could, was it easy to burn Dreamcast discs? Yep. You can also there was also There's the like ability of no to...
0: copyright protection on the Dreamcast, right?
1: There was also ability wasn't there like the ability to play PS1 games on Dreamcast via some like um some like mod or something what? like that. Yeah, Something crazy Come like on. that.
3: <laughs> like the the Bleem emulator. Yeah, the or Bleemcast. Like that.
1: There you go, Bleemcast.
0: How they's asked... What?
1: Yeah is nuts. That's insane. Did it do any
0: sort of like uprising?
1: No, I don't think so. I, I Again, I, I this is the only thing a thing I'd heard about in, in podcasts. I was like, wow, that's nuts. Also, I really want to
2: do that. I'm in disbelief. I mean, imagine a system made six years after a system today that you could just stick a disc in and play an old system on
0: that's not a Sony game. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, they asked, how will PlayStation 2 impact the market this year? Will it trounce the competition instantly? And in how many years does PS1 have left? One of them responded, I think PS2 will have the most successful launch of any console platform in history. However, it will still take several years to reach the install base of the current PS1. Well, yeah. Okay, well, that's what we call a safe bet. Yep. (laughs) Exactly.
1: It it is kind of nuts, though, that this is on the, obviously, the PS2 is, like, on on the cusp, but it would go on to be just this, basically, household name that would be in every single household, sometimes multiple consoles in one house, like just how prolific the PS2 would end up going on to be. So I I think that's kind of fascinating.
0: They asked, what does your company have planned for 2000? And the representative from 989 Studios says, we're stockpiling toilet paper and moving into the basement. Is that a Y2K (laughs) joke? Yes. Yes. But to that question, EA responded, we don't discuss future plans. (laughs) 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 What what do you you mean? (laughs) Why, did you, why mean, did you agree to that, do this interview?
2: <laughs> yeah, exactly, but we you know what? We still get that same answer today from EA.
0: Yep. We don't discuss future plans. Um, <laughs> I'm
2: sure we got that answer from Sony today when we asked them about all those games they put in their trailer that they hadn't announced release dates for that we covered all morning. We don't discuss future plans. Well, you just
3: showed them in a trailer. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Not, instead of saying we don't, they should just say we won't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously.
0: Yes, when we look back on 2000, five to 10 years from now, what things do you think we'll remember it for? 99 Studio said the Y2K non event and having more hair back then. Oh, (laughs) oh
1: 99's chill, dude.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But then I like, Uh, again, EA said it's far too early.
2: (laughs) Here's some advice to the people running EA in 2000 maybe say something like, We're really excited about all the great stuff we have planned for next year, but we can't talk about it yet
3: stay tuned that's yeah. all you have like, to
2: say I know. you don't have to say like get off my lawn you dumb
3: magazine maybe they maybe what we don't know is that uh this interview was conducted like they just they ran up in front of him before he got this yeah. Yeah. At the yeah. end of the day <laughs>
2: totally mystery a- mystery would you care to comment ah! <laughs> <Mr>. e. <A.
0: laughs> And then they asked, which console do you see as Sony's main competitor, Dreamcast, Dolphin, or Microsoft's Xbox? And then Activision said, we can't comment on this. (laughs) Well, yeah. It is funny that they're talking to these third parties,
3: right, that work with everybody. And they're like, is the PS2 going to dominate everything? And then they're like, well, maybe. (laughs) Like, what do you expect them to say? They could still say something like...
2: Guys, you won't believe what what Nintendo is going to come out with. They're
1: going to come out swinging. We're really excited. You know, it's like it's so silly that they have to do such a shutdown. It's wild to see like the, the GameCube, right? Dolphin. That's wild to see that being yeah. referenced by its code name. Like in it, 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 yeah, that's right. Yeah,
3: <laughs> I mean that was well. There was all these fan websites. It was Dolphin Cove, wasn't that Fran's that's website? Fran. Maybe not. Yeah. No, it so is then it was-
2: this would have been like six or seven months before Space World. Which wow. was Space
0: World 2000, where they revealed the GameCube. Yeah. And then it was out in 2001.
2: <sighs> wow. Uh, this next. Also, a, a pretty bad launch lineup for GameCube, but it got good pretty fast.
0: Luigi's Mansion Monkey I, li- was I a like Luigi's game.
1: Mansion.
2: And what? Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Okay. Right? They had Rogue Squadron. Now, for most people, Pick when you say Monkey Ball and Luigi's <laughs> Mansion, they'd be like, yeah, that's Fair. a bad lineup. Fair. But for this group specifically, specifically they loved it.
0: All so right. Rogue Squadron was great. This next page is my favorite in the whole magazine. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, there it is. <laughs> That's like skateboarding is not a crime. <laughs> for our viewer or for our listeners, it's an IGN ad, an ad for ign.com with big letters playing games is not a crime. We were talking we were theorizing before we were taping 1999 is when Columbine happened, the Columbine shooting. So I think there was increased scrutiny on video games.
1: Probably the Jack Thompson era
0: of Yeah, so this is probably IGN, I would love to hear Pear if he remembers this, but this is probably IGN trying to appeal to gamers. Wait, we're on your side. Come to IGN.com and hang out with us.
1: What does the bottom say? Because I'm having a hard time. If
0: you oh, so good. want the newest PlayStation codes, cheats, strategies, previews, and reviews, if PlayStation 2 is your next game machine and you need breaking PS2 news, if you if your life outside of games includes The Matrix, Star Wars, anime, DVDs, comics, and what's on TV, why aren't you here? IGN.com. Wow. that's. I mean, honestly, like
1: that's kind (laughs) of nuts that they were advertising like uh, it's obviously not a magazine, but a a competitor to some extent. So that that's fascinating. I know. This is
2: just like a big ad. We're like, hey, we're gonna kill (laughs) you. Yeah,
1: and we did. I also think,
2: I think that I mean, you're
3: right that there's broader context around video games having a negative light shined on them and the cultural zeitgeist. But like, (laughs) it's like how. How like pandering and not bold is it to put in a video game magazine? Yeah, like hey, playing games is not a yeah. crime. like anyone reading the magazine, hundred percent of it the people is. reading the magazine are like, yes.
1: <laughs> I mean, I Good. would.
3: What well, they
2: should have done is a little dotted line about it with a little scissors. On it, so you know to, to cut this out and put it up in your dorm
1: room. You know? <laughs> I would unironically that would have been my love spin to have on this painted on one of the giant white walls that we have. Right? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's such a good a, idea. I mean, you <laughs>
2: should um, instead of that, you should have Damon holding it up in the magazine <laughs> and then do a mural of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or I don't know. I'm I thinking. Want, um, I'm thinking. Justin, new T-shirt for the store.
3: <laughs> yeah, dude. I was just gonna say I mean, that. It, I want to. It, a, with I want with this, games this old logo.
0: With this old logo. Yeah.
3: I want. I do. I genuinely do want to find a, a high res version of this old logo and sell it on the store. And then I also think playing games is not a crime. IGN.com is a pretty good. It's a pretty I'm good. I'm pretty shirt. sure.
2: I'm pretty sure at the time, 300 pixels by 300 pixels was what its maximum existence ever was. Um, I have a frisbee. You could scan it in from
1: AI upscale, please. With only five
0: fingers, <laughs> though. <laughs> yeah. And then finally from the uh, this this industry leaders feature, I, I don't they asked him like some question, but the the big like poll quote that they pull at the bottom of the uh, of the page is I someone's saying, I expect that as the hype behind the millennium fades, the year 2000 will mostly be remembered as the 20th anniversary of Pac-Man, still the best <laughs> video game the world has ever seen. I remember one of Which, these guys is from Namco. So <laughs> yeah. Which company oh, yeah. representative said that? Yeah. <laughs> They just hijacked the interview. There There
1: is probably some interesting context worth diving into. Like, I'll probably try and find this magazine at some point to talk, like, the square perspective of having just recently broken up with Nintendo and then also going on to make a giant blockbuster video game in Final Fantasy VII, like interviewing them after that with Final Fantasy VIII and IX, I think there's some probably interesting stuff here about what's in the future, what's in store for the future for them.
0: Yeah. Okay, nearing the end of the issue, we've got an ad for, the game is um, Crusaders of Might and Magic, but I like the, the ad just says, At last, a medieval tomb raider. Oh. Which was a quote from official US PlayStation magazine, but it's just interesting that this game, uh, the, published by 3DO, would would you know, name drop another game mm-hmm. to try to appeal huh. to gamers. What What's the game? What's it called? Crusaders of Might and Magic, huh. which I've never okay.
2: played. Do yeah. you think that has skeletons with shields and swords in it? I think probably, yeah. Tomb Raider already,
1: already did that. <laughs> it's true. Let me see them screenshots. What kind of game is this? This is a third-person... Third yeah. It it it's action. a medieval
3: tomb raider it's a medieval tomb raider no, yeah. it's what a medieval you know? tomb raider, sorry I, I even know. asked <laughs> it
1: looks wow, like wow the um...
3: screens look so bad Yeah, that it looks, looks like Legacy of Cain yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah
1: I was gonna say it looks like Soul Reaver
0: <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah that's what I meant
0: I mean if you look at the, the next page this render of this guy it's just that's just this is what CGI rendered art looked of the time looked like a- right?
1: AI can't yep, make that he's got it <laughs>
0: there's an onion on his belt right there <laughs> <laughs> And then I, I kept in this next page for Dune 2000 for one reason, one reason only. Let's zoom in on Gimli. Oh wow! <laughs> hey, there he <Cool>. is, <laughs> John Rhys Davies. In all the work. Yep, in Dune in 2000. 1999.
2: 2000, it is. It is interesting to think of him. Like they filmed all three Lord of the Rings movies at once mm-hmm. in 1999, and somehow he did this too. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: How to find time to also do Dune 2000? This is just that this is He's just a in head like shot. four hours of
2: used film footage. That must have been he must have been in like six million hours of filming.
3: They filmed it's in, crazy. Yeah, they filmed in New Zealand for like sixteen months.
0: <laughs> and then he would take what, a twenty-three year break until Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny. That's fine. Oh man. That
3: movie's great. Oh, I was just
2: gonna
0: say, I, I was just gonna say I hated it. <laughs> <laughs> you hated it? Sam, I, hate you're the, too I have not seen it. You are I, the I, I only person I've heard say that they liked it.
3: I've seen it twice. <laughs> we we watched it on Disney Plus and I was just Oh do not know? It's, it's on, like, on Disney Plus now? This. Okay, I'll watch it. Yeah.
0: Maybe I'll watch it tonight.
3: Probably it's worth not. it's worth I I, I I hate is way too strong. It just doesn't have a reason for existing it has no message. It's better than the last one it, it, that's true it's very true <laughs> yeah. it makes no kind of point it has nothing new to add it just exists
2: <laughs> it's got, what i but, liked
3: about it is that it didn't make me cringe at all that's true it's got the music and you know and harrison ford is good he's always good you know so whatever those first 30
2: minutes are of freaking awesome indiana jones movie
3: and then there's two more hours after that <laughs> yes are, right. but they're
1: not you're, that.
0: you're right about the first 30 minutes i was having a lot of fun all right psm's top 10 games of 1999 so these would all be playstation games coming in number 10 was fifa 2000 and i like that they used original yeah. artwork for all these games they had a really talented artist yeah, on cool. staff so fifa 2000 number nine final fantasy 8 wow are you shocked by how low on this list that game was
1: no, yes. I, I mean, 8 is kind of, I think, kind of forgotten about, and I think underrated mm-hmm. nowadays.
0: Yeah, Driver came in at number 8. Driver was, actually, dude, that game
1: is so fun. Or was fun. Look at I, that weird I don't airbrushed think I'd want to, art.
2: That's so different than yeah, the Yeah, that's not stuff. the
1: same artist, yeah. I don't think I'd want to revisit Driver right now, but I do love that Final Fantasy 8 art. That's very
0: good. The tables have turned in this Driver art. Now it's the, um, it's the police car that's doing the jumping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number 7 was Medal of Honor. Oh man. A, yep. This is pre pre Call of Duty Medal of Honor was a big deal. And number six was Grand Turismo 2. Gran Turismo. what what's happening in this image? That's not <laughs> <What>? Grand <laughs> Turismo 2. <laughs> yeah. That's burnout. Can you blow up cars in GT2? <laughs> no. I have no idea. Not even close. That would be absolutely false advertising for Grand Turismo 2. At number five was Resident Evil 3. The PS1 yeah. version's good. That's cool. I right. like Resident right. Evil 3. Mm-hmm. That four, art is great. Number four was Ridge Racer like monster. Type 4. Ridge Racer 4 coming in before, ahead of Resident Evil 3. Also I
1: mean, I kind play, of-
3: I know it's really, really, a really beloved racing game, but I've never played it. Yeah, I've
0: never played any Ridge Racer.
1: It, it is kind of nuts though that in a PlayStation magazine that rid, they would place Ridge Racer over Gran Turismo. I just, I think it just shows the sensibilities of the time of what was favored. And I would assume those uh, shifted at some point in the near future. Mm-hmm with Gran Turismo 3 A spec being a PS2 title.
0: They said about Resident Evil 3, naysayers could argue that RE3 was just more of the same, but we prefer to look at it as the ultimate title in the series, having been tweaked to perfection. I don't think anyone today would say 3 is the ultimate title in the series.
1: 3 was good on PS1 because it added that Dodge mechanic. (laughs) (laughs) The Dodge mechanic was cool in 3.
0: All right, at number 3, they uh, put Tony Hawk Pro Skater. And number 2 was Dino Crisis. That over Resident Evil, that's kind of nuts. Well, but it was that, that probably felt I mean, more new and fresh at the time.
1: Yeah, that's fair. Recency bias is what you're yeah, saying, maybe. I'm having a hard time predicting what's going to be number one. That's it, what I was going to say. Uh, Crash Bandicoot. There's no way Castlevania is yeah. going to be on there, right?
0: I no. thought it would be Tony Hawk for sure. Yeah, but Castlevania. Yeah, I do Castlevania was maybe. It, it didn't come out in '99.
2: Mm. Really? Oh, oh yeah. I see. Yeah. yeah.
0: No, what they gave uh, number one to was Ape Escape. Okay, yeah. sure. Great yeah. game.
1: You know what? Great game. I'm not you mad know, about a, that.
0: It was a showcase for the DualShock no. controller. Mm-hmm.
1: It's yeah. still fun to this day.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah. Still fun I ju- to this I day. Just played, I just played Ape Escape recently.
1: The original one? Well, I haven't yes. played the original in a long time. I want to play the PS2
0: ones next. That was a really fun game. Also very good. Okay, now before, yeah, thank you, Tom. Before we go to the next page, I just want everyone to, I have to warn you, the next page is, it, it may, oh.
1: it will startle you,
0: if nothing else. <laughs> I, have, I have questions about it. Here we go. I'm scared. There it is.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so it's part of a two-page spread. <laughs> I want to show the other side. It's a house ad for PSM Magazine. But my question mm-hmm. is, what... So, listeners, it's a baboon who's having, he has like, he's being like, experimented on. with Some sort of like, he's being made electrocuted, maybe. Just shy of oh. clockwork orange brain. But what is this? Is it a puppet <laughs> that they made? <laughs> it's, yeah, it's It couldn't be a, like a computer generated, it wouldn't, they couldn't have done this at the time. There, there is that tasteful, like, kind of
1: yeah. camera blur of them, yeah. like, like the monkeys but in like, motion. <laughs> so like,
0: but the, 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 who at PlayStation Magazine could do this? Like what? And who? They just hired an agency to make an insane image. Okay, so they hired like a creative, and like an ad agency and said, "Yeah, let's yeah. do something like mm-hmm. a, a, an extreme in-your-face yeah. image." And someone came up with the idea, "Yeah, it'll be like a baboon with saliva dripping out of its mouth as it's been shocked in an experiment." What mm-hmm. throw it's that It's actually, it's actually, remember, it's, they had it's to do very... this
2: all with anal- analog resources because the because of Y2K, exactly. they couldn't have used
3: digital resources. <laughs> yeah. It's exactly. super, it's cool. super sad. It's just a real baboon. <laughs> yeah,
1: it just,
0: um, it's um... tragic. Like the eyes, the eyes look really scary to me. This does yeah. feel
1: like an AI yeah, generated do. image. <laughs> I would be curious mm-hmm. to take that prompt that you were just saying and just throw that in whatever chat like thing a... you need to do and see what, what pops out. Yeah.
3: Do we ah. know so okay. So this was PSM was published by Imagine. Yeah, I'm trying to remember like my corporate history. Like IGN obviously has a history with Imagine, right? That's the, that's the Imagine Games Network. Like, where's the like wh- what's the overlap? Like, does anyone know at this time? Like, I bet the
0: IGN ad was a house ad too because it, it was overlapped at the time. Except, I think the IGN ad says it's a trademark of snowball.com. It does not so maybe it snowball. Imagine, hmm. but it's
3: already called
0: IGN. Yeah. So, but it was, wasn't
2: Snowball the Imagine Games Network
3: thing? It was the owner at the time. We, this is another one we need to take back to pair. Was there ever an association Man. with PSM? I'm not sure. Yeah, I don't think so, but I don't think so either. But I don't yeah. know how there could have not been. I guess.
1: Let's get a mural mm-hmm. on of this
0: bad boy on on our walls. <laughs> 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 Uh, yeah, let's do this Emil. We could do the playing games no, is not a do, crime. Let's
1: do the, the monkey and then just playing <laughs> games is not a crime written underneath him.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> this has
0: to be, I should probably use this in the, in the thumbnail for this. <laughs> um, okay, there was a few other pages, but nothing is going to top this and we're running a little bit long. So Tom, we'll, we'll close things out, out there because I do have okay. uh, Nothing's uh, going to top yeah, this. nothing will top that. I do have an email I need to uh, share with you. So let's check in with the listeners. Hey, listeners. Oh, Listeners, remember hello. you can always reach I can us you, your listeners. at the email address gamescoop at iGEN.com, just like Matt in Massachusetts did. Matt says, I'm a longtime listener. I love how many great games you've turned me on to over the years. Just some of the games I've played because of your rec- recommendations include Vampire Survivors, Death Door, Spelunky, Loop, Dead Cells, Unpacking, and Slay the Spire. I introduced yeah, Slay the Spire those are great games. to my wife last year, and she became obsessed. We even downloaded and played a game from the Nintendo Seal of Quantity, Gekuso Benza Race Toilet Shooting Star. <laughs> I thought it'd be fun to tally some quirky stats for video game 20 questions. I know you keep regular stats like most wins per panelist, total questions asked during the year. These stats are for some of the things I've been curious about over the years. They are for the 46 regular rounds of 20 questions in 2023, not the side episodes like the 100 question challenge. I had a great time over the holiday break re-listening to all the 20-question segments and keeping track of these stats, and I'd love for you to read them on on an episode. Happy New Year to the crew, to your families, and thanks so much for all you do. So, general stats. Justin, you asked the opening question the most times, 18 times last year. 11 different guests asked the opening question. The most common opening question was, did this come out in the 70s, 80s, and 90s? (laughs) And if you combine that with- That's a new one, too. If you combine that with did this game come out before the year 2000? That was asked 46% of the time as the opening question. To get open really half the time. The second most popular way to start was something akin to could this have appeared in whatever mm-hmm. magazine was talked about in that episode.
2: <laughs> oh, we're so far from the hat era
0: some one-off opening questions <laughs> i like were does it feature a customizable or created character asked by miranda and can you gnaw break or scare asked by colin and i don't remember why <laughs> we would have been asking that at the time
1: he just says that all the time actually
0: <laughs> the opening question was answered with a no 70 percent of the time the hack was used six times in 2023 the hack is Oh, how that's, we this that's game not before. bad yeah Twice yeah, in one episode. have
2: been using that
0: one much. In episode 708, <laughs> you asked if you'd mentioned the franchise on question 6, and then you asked if you mentioned the game on question 17. Both were no. The answer to the hack was a yes. Three times, you went two for three. The only episode where it was a yes and you still lost was 742. The answer was Choo Choo Rocket. Uh, yeah, that was brutal. <laughs> <laughs> on three different episodes when you we were struggling, Sam confidently declared, we're not going to get this one, but you still went two for three on those
1: episodes. <laughs>
0: Games were submitted from 22 different states, 23 if you count Nakatomi Plaza as coming from California. The most common state was New York, with four submissions. The submission from the smallest state by population came from someone in Montana. And there were five from overseas, three from England, and two from Ireland. On 13 episodes, or about 28% of the time, someone jokingly made an absurd early prediction. This included when the submitter told a story about his vasectomy, and the first thing Pear said was, it's probably Iggy's wrecking balls. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) Which is so good, I don't even remember Pear saying. (laughs) Um, okay is that I also tallied every time a game was mentioned during 20 questions over the 46 episodes in 2023. This only includes specific games that were mentioned, so not it could be one of the Mega Man games. I also only counted games that were brought up organically in the course of that week's discussion, so not if someone asked what game was picked last week, blah, blah, blah. So in total, there are 466 unique games mentioned during 20 questions. Wait,
3: what? This is incredible. In so they tallied up...
0: I mean, all of this took a lot of time. Great stats. This stat's starts blowing my mind. Any game that we just rattled
3: off and mentioned
0: during yeah. 20 Questions? <laughs> 466 unique mm-hmm. games. The first game mentioned was from Colin. It was Prince of Persia, and then it was never mentioned again all year. <laughs> <laughs> there were 97 games mentioned over the first six and a half episodes before repeating one. Wow. Near wow. the end of the sixth episode, we mentioned KOTOR. That had been mentioned four episodes earlier. The most frequently mentioned games. There were nine games that were mentioned on three separate episodes. Those were Angry Birds, Asteroids, Brain Age, Crazy Taxi, Meteos, The Rub Rabbits, Seaman, Stardew Valley, and Steel Diver. Yeah, The Big Nine. Okay, those are all Justin <laughs> Davis classics. I just want to point that out. They are, The Big Nine. Episodes with the most games mentioned. Episodes 705 and 715, each we, uh, you mentioned 35 <laughs> different games. Goodness me, there we did get them. Two episodes with only one game mentioned. <laughs> episode 731 only mentioned The Witcher 3, and episode 744 only mentioned Costume Quest. And that's because you got it in one, like four questions. That was great. Yeah. And finally, you, you mentioned 19 different games with Mario in the title.
1: Oh, so. impressive stats yeah. all around. Yeah. Hats off to you yeah. for keeping track of that all that. That's from
0: Matt. Is that his name? Yeah, Matt in uh, Massachusetts. So he said. Uh, I hope you enjoyed reading the stats I came up with. As you can see, I am a huge fan of the show and of 20 questions. I'd love to submit my own game. I think my son, Timmy, would get a huge kick out of it. We love playing games together, everything from 8 and 16-bit classics all the way up to games like Tears of the Kingdom and Mario Wonder. Side note, my son's favorite scooper is Sam. Oh. I'm sorry for the swears. Our (laughs) suggestion this week does come from Matt in Massachusetts, who will be keeping notes, Definitely. It would have been really sad if he didn't include a suggestion in this one.
2: <laughs> well, I just I just wanted to throw out there, Prince of Persia.
1: Videos, videos.
2: Worst game of the year, let, twice in a row.
0: <laughs> let the questioning yeah. begin.
2: Seaman, Seaman, Seaman. Yeah, mention it 35 times and it will be the most mentioned game of the year. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. Uh, was this game made in the 70s, 80s, or 90s?
0: Yes. <laughs> It was. Okay.
3: Maybe the swears is why his son likes you so much, Sam.
2: <laughs> Wait, did 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 Matt submit this? Yes. Yeah. Or did this is to somebody yep. else's? This is from
1: Matt. He, oh, really? He mentioned that okay. he likes to play, you know, eight and 16-bit games with his son, which makes me think it's 80s or 90s and we could probably get the 70s out of here. But yeah. maybe that's just, maybe Most that's like just rude.
3: Me. <laughs> did this game originally come out on the NES? No.
2: Was it an arcade game? No. Whoa! Okay.
1: Is it on the... Was this a 16-bit game? Yes. Was this game on the okay. Super Nintendo?
0: Yes, that's five. Exclusive? Yes. Ooh.
3: Was it made or published by Nintendo? Yes.
1: Ooh. Wait, did I Matt say he liked Mario? Like Mario? <laughs> he does mention Mario specifically, so he might be pre-disclosed pre-dis- uh, to like that. yeah. Mario. I think some does Mario this game games.
2: contain Mario
3: characters? Um. No. Yeah, oh, man. I think I think it's Mario Paint. Is Mario in Mario Paint? Yeah. A fly yeah. is.
1: Well, I guess Mario's <laughs> I voice is in Mario Paint. And, and there's a
3: pig noise going, 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 going.
1: Is this game a
3: an RPG? Wait. So, sorry. What was the? Sorry. 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 What was the answer to Is Mario in this game? No.
0: Well, but the question oh, is, okay. what were and Mario characters no, in the game, right? Are Mario and before
3: you
2: ask that, the only RPG that meets your criteria would be Earthbound. Right?
1: Because Nintendo didn't make any other RPGs. This is true. Oh, man. Is it too late that I already messed it
0: up? <laughs> I didn't answer,
1: so... Okay.
2: Nope. No. But I redact that. No, would be fine. I just want to say, if you think it's Earthbound, <laughs> then we can go that direction.
1: Does this game have weird knockoff Beatles music in it? <laughs>
0: Is that your question? Yes. No.
1: <laughs> it's not Earth. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean, uh, type of game.
0: Uh, does this
2: game have a have a direct sequel?
0: No.
3: That I know of. So okay. Nintendo developed or published. You think but, it's Pilot Wings? But not a Mario game. Yeah, I was thinking Pilot Wings. I was thinking. I think they published Sim City. I think it could still be Mario Paint because I don't think it actually has Mario characters in it. That would be pretty mean, though.
2: Well, maybe it's the Super Scope Six Pack-in Disc.
3: <laughs> it could Cartridge. be
2: the, that. Could be. Um. <laughs> uh, I I don't know what to do. With it. Uh, this should be I mean, really easy for us.
3: But it could also be like I guess I'm being stupid. It could be like Zelda, you know, like we haven't eliminated. Yeah, oh, but that got a direct sequel.
1: Yeah. Or Kirby. I mean and su- so did Super Metro oh no it did get a direct sequel
2: maybe it's Stunt Race FX does this have does this game have a, a, a feature a character that's a playable Smash Brothers choice
1: yes oh man uh maybe it's like F0 F0 F-
3: yeah i the direct sequel things tripping me up cuz like Cause Super i think me- all me- the Super, games mention of S- sequels but like Super Metro didn't get a direct sequel isn't the uh, Metroid, Metroid Metroid Dread. Prime trilogy trilogy it Metroid. It's Fusion, right? Yeah. Fusion is a no fusion set before Super Metroid. Or no. No, my bad. You're right. Fusion is Metroid Four. My it's mistake. all baby and stuff. And then Metroid Dread yeah, is right.
1: uh, five. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, correct. Yeah. My mistake. My bad.
3: Well maybe Link to the Past didn't then. That one that that's the one that,
2: that really that did. That one does it's, have a Link direct sequel worlds.
1: though. Link to the Past has a direct sequel.
2: That's the that's the Link's Awakening one. The it's Link the uh, uh, Well
1: technically Link's Awakening, but also uh, the 2D, 3D one. Uh, Link, Link Between, between worlds. worlds. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> oh, is that really? The, yeah, I guess it is, yeah. Anyway, I don't think it's any of those. Um, uh, does F-Zero
1: count? Like, I mean, I don't That's know. That's what I was going to say. I don't know what the canon is of the F-Zero universe.
2: <laughs> was this game in the Nintendo Mini, Super Nintendo Mini? i
0: going to have to check.
2: Hold, please. It could be puzzle games, too.
1: I feel like, does this game feature playable vehicles? <laughs> I don't like that's pilot wings. F-Zero
3: is there's Wario's woods.
0: <laughs> yes, Sam. It is included in the Ooh. super NES classic edition.
3: Is oh, this a
2: Kirby game? Yes. Oh,
3: oh it's, yeah, it's okay. totally. It's either superstar or dream course. I know this already. I think it's dream course cause su- well, that's just my opinion. Is it is it sort of like a Kirby take on a golf game? Yes. Oh, uh, wow. Is it the best Kirby game ever made?
0: Yes it is. Kirby's Dream Course. Yeah, Ooh. nicely job. Hard game. Fun game, but very hard yeah. this game. It's all, yeah. so fun. It's also on I think it's on the Switch
3: online.
1: Yes, it we'll is it there too.
3: It, th- mm-hmm. This game is really fun, but if you try to just like like I played it on the on the on the SNES Mini, well, and I was like, is. oh yeah, I love this game, and it is incomprehensible. You'll have absolutely no idea what's going on. Oh, like relearning it. Yeah, it's just like it makes no sense at all. And like it's great, but like it, it's not a pick up and like have fun yeah. with kind of game. Like you gotta. I you loved
2: gotta, how it was a eighteen hole two player game. Like I remember a friend of mine coming over, renting it. We've stayed up till three a.m. playing it. It was that era,
1: you know. It was so fun to do that. Great game with buddies for sure.
0: 1995. Thank you for the suggestion, uh, Matt, and for sharing all those stats with us. That was super interesting. Viewers, listeners, if you have your own suggestions for 20 questions, email them to me at the email address, gamescoop at IGN.com. And that's going to do it for uh, this first scoop of the year. Thank you, Nick, for joining me here in studio. Thank you both Sam and Justin for joining us as well. And thank you to Tom working behind the scenes and getting us all this great uh, zoomed in footage of the uh, PSM magazine. That's always highly appreciated. My name is Damon. This is IGN Game Scoop and we're out. I